0: Hey, Joshua. Yeah? Ask me why I am going to save the Sony Marvel Universe.
1: Why are you going to save the Sony Marvel Universe?
0: Because I'm Morbius!
1: What? You don't get it? No.
0: The Batman dude is like, seems like Batman because of the bats and the. Oh! Never mind. Just roll the credits. You are And welcome back to Geekology One Hundred and One. I am Diego,
1: and I'm Joshua.
0: And today we're gonna chat about this uh, Morbius trailer. I know that the Morbius trailer came out a while ago, but uh, you know we just started the podcast, so I figured. Let's do a reaction to it because it's a pretty interesting trailer. Uh-huh. Um, and it shows us a character that's not very known for a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, for those of us who grew up in the 1990s, though, when we were watching the Spider-Man cartoon, um, totally uh, known. Like, it's a, it was a character that played several important uh, roles really? in, that, in that show. Yeah. Oh. That's originally where I uh, was introduced to it. He was also from the comics, but uh, for a lot of us, that's the first time that we ever saw him. Yeah. Mm. And he's an interesting character because he's, they call him Morbius the Living Vampire. And so Why Morbius? Morbius is just his last name. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so he he has a, a, some... Genet- That's a pretty
1: dope last name, though.
0: It kind of is, yeah. He has this uh, blood disease, and he's experimenting on himself. Kind of like how the lizard ended up becoming the lizard. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Connors. And so he ends up uh, experimenting himself to the point where he turns himself into, like, a a living vampire. Yeah. So he becomes, like, a vampire-type creature, but without having been bitten or anything by, you know. um, Yeah. Jacob. uh, Not Jacob. um, What's his name? Okay. uh... The Twilight. Anyway. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so he's – and he, like, fights against Dracula in the comics, which is interesting. Yeah, Dracula was actually a character in the Marvel comics. Um, and, uh, he has some crossovers with Blade as well. So, he's, he's a pretty key character. Oh, because character. he's a vampire? Yeah.
1: I'm um, assuming Blade doesn't like him.
0: Blade does not like him. But then again, Blade does also have vampires, so he's kind of hypocritical if he doesn't like him.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah, no.
0: So, anyway, um, and, and the trailer, it's pretty interesting. First off, Jared Leto, right? What do you think of him as an actor for this?
1: All oh, the only thing I can think of right now is Joker.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to get him out of your head as Joker, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jared Leto, he's a great actor. He really is a great actor. He's one of these method actors that just gets lost in his roles, and he really becomes that character. He even did it with the Joker. Like, have you ever heard of all the stuff that he would do during while they were filming Suicide Squad with his uh, with the cast with the other characters? Like, he would do some crazy pranks and stuff uh, as the Joker in character. And he would force people to interact with him as if he were the Joker, like not as Jared Leto. So he really gets deep into his characters. I'm really curious to see what he's going to do with Morbius because um, this character, he has this unique thing where he's, you know, he's a brilliant guy. He wins like a Nobel Peace Prize and stuff. And um, I want to see his acting abilities applied to this character. I'm really looking forward to it. So we're just going to kind of go through the trailer and and, and see the different parts yeah. of the trailer. You're right there.
1: Yeah. Right. I was just, you know, drifting off.
0: You, spa- you spaced out? Yeah. Are-, are we boring you? No. Oh, okay. All right. So the trailer starts off um, with him uh, basically uh, as a kid. And we see uh, a character who's known him as a kid speaking about him. Um, then we see sort of stuff related to his blood disease and how far he's willing to go to get rid of the blood disease, which leads him into a cave with a bunch of bats. And which
1: basically makes him Batman.
0: Yeah, it looks a lot like that scene from, uh, Batman, both Begins. from Batman Begins uh, when Bruce falls down, or even when he's an adult and he goes to the bat cave for the first time and there's bats like, circling around him. Uh-huh. Or that scene from B vers- Batman versus Superman, Where uh, Bruce Wayne is, like, being lifted in his dream by a bunch of bats swirling around him. Anyway, Morbius looks like he's about to become Batman, but he uh, doesn't. He becomes his living vampire. A living vampire who uh, can apparently, like, teleport. Very similar to the Nightcrawler in X2 and X-Men 2. It's pretty interesting. He also uh,
1: has echolocation.
0: He does have echolocation, which is very bat-like of him. Um, and then uh, we just are introduced to several characters from it. You this guess- guy,
1: though. Like- oh yeah,
0: that face. They—that's one thing that I really like about this. Like, again, for those of us who uh, grew up in the '90s and saw the Spider-Man Does it cartoon, look
1: like the cartoon, very
0: much so. Yeah, like they literally just kind of brought that to life. And maybe he it looks terrifying.
1: I know. If, yeah. if you saw that, like, if you were just walking out of work and you saw that at the end of the alley, like.
0: Yeah, no, pee, pee my pants, <laughs> definitely. But I really like it. I like the fact that they straight they stayed very true to the comics uh, and, and the look of Morbius. I'm curious to see how he kind of like transforms into the into that version of Morbius with the fangs and all that stuff. Red eyes just looks dope. I'm really looking forward to seeing him uh, kind of like develop throughout the movie. Um, and of course, uh, this being a Sony movie, um, Sony has the licensing rights uh, to produce movies from uh, most of Spider-Man's characters.
1: Is this, um, I don't know if you actually know the answer to this, but Um, is this movie, is it going to be like in the Spider-Man universe or in the Venom universe?
0: Both. Because they they basically announced that both Venom 2 and Morbius are both part of uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe.
1: So, Venom
0: and Morbius, yes, sir, are so, part of Tom
1: Holland. Yeah,
0: Sony, Sony's going really hard with this whole idea of building out their own Marvel universe, and so which is going to be interesting, right? You want to you want to think about like how are they going to connect to the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, how they're going to relate to each other. But one big clue that we got at the end of this trailer, and if you're watching, if you're going to watch a trailer. Um, make sure that you stay all the way through to the end because all the way at the end there's a very important uh, appearance by the man, Michael Keaton, which he is Batman, but not really in this movie, Um, by the Vulture, right? Uh, By Adrian Toomes.
1: So um, we're reading something, and it says, Mm -hmm. like maybe this could be the form, like how the Sinister Six – be- like becomes a thing.
0: Yeah, we've known that Sony has wanted to do the Sinister 6 all the way back to when uh they rebooted Spider-Man the first time um with uh what's his name? Uh dude with the hair. Jeez. The okay. Amazing
1: Spider-Man?
0: Yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man, right? Back when they created The Amazing Spider-Man, they were setting up the Sinister 6 since all the way back then. There was an after credit scene at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man. Right, so One. all
1: of the Sinister 6 is like Gear. The
0: stuff, yeah, like the arms from Doc Ock. Uh, it showed, I think, the thing from Vulture, the the wings from Vulture, and I think maybe something from Rhino. I'm not sure, but it showed it it showed how they were starting to move in that direction. And of course, in Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two, you there was had like Shocker
1: a from like Craven Hunter or something.
0: I don't remember that. But in Spider-Man 2, of course, you had the two villains of the Green Goblin, which they kind of changed the story and made uh, Harry Osborn the Green Goblin. So you had the Green Goblin and you had Electro. So you had Electro, Green Goblin. At the end of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, you had Rhino. um, And in uh, Spider-Man, and then they were hinting at these other characters. So they were planning on creating a standalone film, not a standalone film It was connected to. Uh, the, the first two Amazing Spider-Man, but it was going to be dedicated to basically the characters of the Sinister Six. So Sony has had this in the works for quite some time, mm-hmm. and now that they have continued their relationship with Marvel and they're part officially of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they are moving mm-hmm. forward with their plans, and they're putting together a pretty interesting combination, though, of Sinister Six, right? Because you've, um, you've got the Vulture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that they've got uh Scorpion. He's they
1: do? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah uh Adrian Toombs meets him in, in prison at the end of um Spider-Man: Homecoming.
1: But how was he back if he was in prison, though? Obviously, he well, had to like break free or something.
0: There might be. There's a possibility that he actually ends up meeting Morbius in prison because if you notice, there's a scene where Morbius is actually in prison gear. He, he's he has prison clothes on. Uh,
1: yeah, he has like an orange shirt.
0: Right. So maybe you know, there's speculation that maybe uh, they are escaping from prison together or something like that, and maybe he ends up meeting Scorpion as well as he's uh, as he's doing that. Um, So there's definitely a connection here, and this exists within the Marvel Cinematic Universe because Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Adrian Toomes, in Homecoming, all of it is connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Morbius will try to attempt to drain our blood and wallets when it hits theaters.
0: That's right, and it's going to get my money. I'm definitely going to watch this movie. I'm really curious to see how it does. Is it PG-13,
1: though?
0: That's a great question, and that's something that we should find out. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be PG-13. They probably will make it PG-13, I would imagine.
1: Just so that they can get more money?
0: Yeah. I mean, they did it with uh, with Venom. Venom ended up being PG-13. Even
1: though it had someone's head being bit
0: off. Right. But they didn't really show it. Okay. They yeah.
1: just kind of implied that something violent happened.
0: Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I would it, would it would really surprise me if they decided to not make it PG-13. But there's a lot that they can get away with even if it's PG-13. I mean, Venom kind of showed that because Venom was pretty, you know, had some pretty intense scenes. So anyway, uh, Morbius—I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing Morbius crossing over with Venom. Venom crossing over uh, Spider-Man—that's Spider-Man. going to be awesome. It's going to be the first time that we're going to see a real, pretty accurate representation of of, of Venom. Spider-Man. I know that a lot of people had bad, uh, bad opinions of the Tom Hardy character of uh, Eddie Brock, but Venom—they nailed it. That is Venom, and so, that's the best that I've seen so far wonder, on screen.
1: I wonder, if Spider-Man and Venom will like actually actually fight right. though, because like he was Venom was a hero in in their movie. In which movie? In, in the Venom movie, and
0: I mean he was a hero, but a hero who bit a dude's head off at the end of the movie. Like yeah,
1: but wait, 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 wait uh-huh. because um. Eddie Brock yeah. at the end of the movie, right before he bit off the dude, the guy's head off.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, he he was trying to explain to Venom that you can just feel when someone's bad.
0: Okay. And then
1: and then um and then when the guy lady was being robbed, yeah, like he was like bad guy, right? And mm-hmm. then and then he was like, yep.
0: Yeah, and that's actually a really cool aspect of the, of the Venom movie. I like the fact that. Venom the symbiote is giving Eddie Brock a lot of abilities out he obviously doesn't have as a regular human being but then Eddie is kind of like giving the the symbiote a conscience you know he's like making him think a little bit more about what is good and what is evil but I like the fact that it's still violent and it's still visceral and it's still very instinctive because that means that there's still probably going to be a clash between him and Spider-Man I don't think they are just going to get along. I highly doubt it because the tactics that Venom uses are really far off from what Spider Man does. Like how long think- did it take how long did it take uh Peter Parker to use the instant kill from the suit that Tony Stark gave him? Think about that. It wasn't until he was like in the final battle of Endgame. And like
1: a bunch of dudes were coming <laughs> at him.
0: He was like, Activate instant kill and then people just started getting stabbed left and right. So it took him a long time to use that, even though he pretty much had access to it all the way since the first one, since homecoming. But-
1: I think like I think what's gonna happen is kind of like is kind of um, is kind of like between like Goku and like Piccolo like they they're like they don't like each other right but they're like they're just gonna have to work.
0: That's, yeah, that's a really good, that's a really good comparison. That's a really good comparison. There's another factor there that I'm really interested in seeing how they make up for. When in the, in the comics and in the 1990 Spider-Man cartoon and stuff, the symbiote first attaches itself to Peter Parker and and they actually did it in, in uh, In Spider-Man three. Yeah. But
1: here, here's the thing. Yeah. When it attached to him first in Spider-Man three, I only had one question.
0: Yeah. What's that?
1: Why is he sleeping in the Spider-Man clothes?
0: I mean, if you didn't technically have to take off your clothes anymore because your clothes are technically able to transform into whatever, like I'm in the Spider-Man suit. I'm going to go to sleep. Maybe I just transform it into a pajama or just to look like my naked body because I like to kind of like sleep just in on my underwear. TMI. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> the, the You know, if I don't have to really take it off because it can transform into the clothing of whatever occasion I'm in, like, why well, take it off? I don't
1: know. Wait, it can transform into...
0: Yeah, that's something that's really cool that you really see in the comics. Like, it can change into whatever. If you wanted to go to a, you know, prom, you could, you know, change it into a prom a prom suit or something. It can? Yeah, the symbiote can give you basically any clothes oh, th- you I want. Oh, I
1: thought you meant the Spider-Man suit.
0: Oh, no, 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 the symbiote. <laughs> so anyway, when when in the comics and the cartoons and in the, in the first movie even, when the symbiote attaches itself, to Spider Man, to Peter Parker, mm-hmm. it actually retains all of its thoughts. It what? It, re- it 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 absorbs all of its thoughts, all of the information in his brain. Like he remembers everything that he, Peter Parker knows, and that's a reason why Venom, when the symbiote attaches to, to Eddie Brock and he becomes Venom, mm-hmm. that's the reason why in the comics and stuff, like Venom actually knows Peter who Peter Parker is. He knows who Spider Man's secret identity is. Uh-huh. And he has this ability to block away, to, to not be detected by his spider sense because Venom understands how Spider-Man works. The symbiote understands how Spider-Man works. So there's wow. a, because it was part of him. That The whole point of oh, symbiosis, yeah. like when somebody, when something attaches itself to another thing as a in a symbiotic relationship, mm-hmm. they kind of like feed each other. They kind of like feed each other information. They become one for a while. And so that's the problem that that, Venom knows Spider-Man very well.
1: Is that how, like, Eddie Brock and Venom, like, he could hear him and Venom could hear Eddie?
0: Sure. Yeah, exactly. It's like a mutual conversation, but you're acting as one. So it's like a fusion almost. As you brought up Dragon Ball Z, you know, it's kind of like a fusion uh, where it's like two minds in one. So anyway, uh, very cool, very cool uh, what Sony is doing. I really hope that they keep on involving Marvel, that they keep on cooperating with Marvel, because Marvel can really help them build this universe. And it's in both their best interest to build these two separate universes. Now, I don't know how they're going to separate it. I wonder if they're going to do some kind of alternate reality thing. I wonder if they're going to do some kind of, you know, something that separates the events of the two universes. Because Sony's going to want to be able to build their universe without having to worry about how does this impact the MCU or how does the MCU impact what's going on in the Sony universe. They're not going to want to worry about that. So I'm curious to see how they end up separating the two. But anyway, exciting stuff. I can't wait to watch uh, Morbius when it comes out. Can't wait to see... I'm willing to watch one more trailer only. Because I have this, for those of you who don't know, which would be none of you, I have a policy that I only watch a teaser, and then I watch the first trailer, and then I don't watch any trailers after that. Uh Joshua watches everything because he likes being spoiled.
1: No, like, it it, it doesn't, it barely, like, shows me anything. It just shows me little stuff.
0: Little stuff? Trailers nowadays give away everything, man. (laughs) I'm just saying, look, but anyway, Joshua is the one that gets watches all the trailers. I only watch the first teaser and the, and the first official trailer. Um, so I'll watch the next one that comes out. Um, but that's about it. I'm not going to go past that point. So I'm really looking forward to just being surprised at the movies and uh, seeing the job that Le- Jared Leto does. I really hope that Jared Leto does a good job with Morbius because I want him to. Bring his acting chops to a bigger universe like this one because it's unfortunate that he couldn't do it with the Joker. I really wanted
1: it. like he, he he was barely in Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, it was it just it wasn't the right movie to introduce him, and in. you don't introduce a character that important in a movie where he's like one amongst seven or something, you know, main characters, that's just not the way to do it. So, He's barely anyway,
1: even a main character.
0: Exactly, yeah. He can't even be considered a main character. He's actually a supporting character to Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. So whatever. He's but,
1: basically just a plot device
0: kind of. He kind of is. You're right. So um, he has a chance to shine here, you know. He has a chance to make this character his own, and he all all eyes are on him throughout throughout the entire movie. So let's see how well he does. Any last thoughts about Morbius? Anything else that you, uh, any questions or uh, things that you're wondering about Morbius or any final thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um. My first final thought uh-huh. is, like, if Morbius is a vampire, like, a vampire is kind of, like, Basically, uh, kind of has the same similarities to a vampire bat, yeah. And, but he seems more just like a bat than like a vampire.
0: Yeah, he kind of does. You're right. Yeah, he's more he's more like on the side of the creature than on the side of the human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's not really a question. That's just an observation, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Any other thoughts before we close it up?
1: Um, no. Well, All right. I would like to say please keep watching our podcast. I mean, listening. Yeah. And
0: um Yeah, listen, yeah, subscribe. We're uh, Yeah, we're going yeah, to be releasing um podcast episodes pretty frequently actually. Uh uh-huh. um cuz we got a lot of topics that are on a list that we want to uh, go through. So, and remember, it's going to be everything, man. Anything from music to movies to TV shows to games, like a whole bunch of stuff we'll be talking about. And we really hope that some of you out there can identify to these kind of conversations. You know, maybe there's some parent and child uh, duos out there also who are constantly having these talks. Um, We're also going to be doing reviews of movies that we watch. So like when Morbius comes out on July 31st, we'll watch it probably that weekend and uh, we'll do a review on it. Like right from our car, from our cell phone, we'll post a review right away of what we think about the movie. And
1: please watch. I mean, please listen to our next episode. It is. What's it going to be? The Fast 9 trailer.
0: There you go. We're going to be talking about that Fast 9 trailer. We got some thoughts about it, some crazy car stuff happening. And we can't wait for that one, too. So, anyway, uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe. Leave us a review. bye. Bye.
1: Over.